Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello friends, this is the first time we've done this. Everyone gather around quickly and welcome to an emergency Golf is Ruining My Life podcast. Um, this is this is Thursday morning. Uh, I uh, we're, in, we're in the radio studio right now. Tom Price has come into my radio show and gone, we need to do an emergency podcast right now. My golf game is going wrong. When are you on air? How long have we got until you go on air? Uh, A bit? F- 45 minutes. Oh, okay, I might need all of that time. I'll let, I, I just had, I nearly gave it up yesterday. I'm not even kidding. I'm not even kidding. I've been there with this, where there was a podcast last year. You can you could probably roll back to season two of the show, where I do you remember I stopped playing golf for a month because I couldn't do it anymore. Yeah, but when when you did it, you did it in a slightly joyful way. Do you know what? I'm just gonna. Do you know? I'm just gonna. Yeah. I'm gonna... Whereas I'm doing it in a lying on the floor, staring at the sky. Just I I I feel completely broken by it broken and also completely taking it home with me that's the worst thing this is the thing though with you is this is because this sport means so much to you and we you've lost the game in the moment where we've now got a golf podcast that is actually doing you know not to sort of blow smoke around bum bums but it's actually doing all right why not and it's sort of in your life so much and you are out of the pair of us the better golfer who sort of you do need to be the one performing i could be comic and a bit bad you need to be all right but also the thing is that i am so i worry that i'm just so desperate to do well but it felt like it was so close so yesterday i played around first proper sunny full-on sunny day warm we're in t-shirts right it was beautiful and i'm striking the ball like it's just flying off the middle of the club and i'm like here we go and i'm playing at the course cruise hill where i shot two over towards the end of last year so i'm like i'm thinking i'm gonna do a similar thing again and then i missed a short putt for a par on the first i was like okay that's upsetting that's one over through one and then the putting again i went bogey and then bogey so i went three bogeys in the first three holes all uh, missed a short putt on the first, then two three putts in a row. Wow. Then the par thing started happening. So, so this is... So, so, I yeah. feel like this comes off the back of you've had two bad rounds last week as well. You had the 19 over yeah. with the competition round yeah. and then you played with me pretty poorly yeah. when I walked off. Yeah, yeah, you were saying really helpful things like, never seen you play this bad. <laughs> <laughs> this is... Wow. The, the glee, like a child watching fireworks. And, and that's all fine. But that's only because you so rarely play that badly it's fine but I've had a lot of changes and it happened last year I did this last year I got lessons and then the season started and I was a husk and the problem with this is I'm a husk but I'm a husk who every now and again fires off these incredible shots so so I think that's what the problem is the the disparity between whoa and the and which I can sometimes do the oh yeah and actually the scores is excruciating that's what it is it's the scores 
so what was the score? So what was what did yesterday land on? Um, I was something like, I mean, this is the problem as well. When you look at it on paper, it's not that bad. I was something like seven over through 15. And my handicap's five, so I'm like, that's okay. But again, seven over. And honestly, honestly, I know everyone says this, five of those were bad putts. Five of those were, were gettable, silly bad parts, right? So in my head, I'm like, I should have been two over. I'm playing so well. And then I just I just got really angry and I fell apart and I went, I ended double bogey, double bogey, double bogey. So I, I shot six over through three holes. So seven over through 15 or 15 holes and then, and then six over through the last three holes. And I just, I, I don't know where the anger came from, but I just couldn't do it. And it wasn't like I gave up. I didn't give up. I didn't just stand there and think, oh, I don't care anymore, wafting away, which, you know... Which is a Tom Green special, that, actually. Well, but there's something to be said for giving up because then you're stepping away from... I'm still in the arena, man. I'm still in the ring. I was still trying to land punches. I just couldn't do it. I think you might have... I think you might have been very harsh on yourself because to be six over after 15 or seven over after 15 Mm. is really good. Like, that's really good golf. And if you play a footage, you're handing up five... Yeah. So five should give you, what, seven to eight shots around a golf course. So you yeah. were pretty much on track to hit your handicap. And they do say you should only hit your handicap like eight times a year or something like that. Did they say that? Yes. Yes. The handicap, your handicap is you on your best day. That's the whole point of your handicap. I didn't, I didn't really, I don't really think like that. Well, yeah, that's it. I so think- hold on, hold on. Hold on. Oh. Yeah, your handicap is supposed to be you on your best day, right? Yeah. So what you're saying, if you are trying to regularly shoot six or seven over, yeah. what you're saying is, I actually play off probably two. So, because that's a big statement if you're saying that. Yeah, and the gap, as we know, the gap, once you get down to those uh, those sort of figures, and we've got a lot of listeners who have got crazy handicaps, like two, three, four. Once you're in that realm, the gap between a handicap of three and six, massive. Mm. And I don't think I am a two handicapper at all. I think that I'm going to, I've landed at about four or five, but I'm I'm... I think the, the frustration came from, if we were doing Stableford or match play, I don't think any of this would have happened because I'd have blown up and I'd have gone, oh, well. But it's because I, was, I had a scorecard coming in and I, it was so sweet. And, and it was the sort of blocking it right into the trees, hitting trees again, hitting a thin shot, you know, that sort of thing where... Mm. And, and it's the fact that in amongst it, I'm doing a kind of... I'm really clearing my hips in a different way now. And oh my God, and I'm not humping the goat. And blah, 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 it's like it's in such a good place. And I'm hitting these balls with my new Cobras. And finally, like amazing. Sorry to spit on you then. Um, it's amazing. But that's that's the torture of it, Tombo. Is that... Is, is, I'm trying to think of another sport in which it's analogous. Imagine losing a game of football 6-0, but you've passed. Every single one of your passes is connected with your, with your other teammates. That's not a good analogy because you don't like football. But you know what I mean? It's just so strange. But it seems to me that, like, out of all... I, when you text me saying, I hate golf, I hate golf, I thought you were going to come in here and go, I couldn't strike a golf ball. Because until you sat down, my story for you was going to be, I've had all these lessons and I've lost all my ability to play and I don't, I'm now doing like 15 over, 16 over everything. But you're not. You're, you're playing You're playing until you blew up, which is what you did on those final holes. You were playing to your handicap. Also, weirdly, this is kind of meta anger. I'm sort of angry with myself for getting angry. Do you get that? Yeah, I mean, that, that I get. I mean, I, that doesn't happen to me because I'm very different. But I don't get angry on the golf oh, I course. I, I wish I could change. And, and let us know, guys, if you're listening to this and this resonates. The... the um, 
the mental thing because I were the anger thing we've talked about this in previous seasons of golfers ruining my life I have suffered I've struggled with my anger and my temperament all my life with a, as a golfer and one of the things I thought I'd done was overcome that but then yesterday it just sparked and it, it was rage it blew up and I wasn't throwing clubs I wasn't hitting things and my you have done there has been the, the driver series one that sits in my locker the broken driver sits in my locker so yep. I see it every time I open my locker and it reminds me I mean I did I might have kicked my clubs over once but I wasn't throwing clubs and screaming and shouting. I was just inside. I just thought, I don't want to do this anymore. That's the thing I've not felt before. I just felt, I don't want to do this anymore. I, that's where my brain goes. My brain goes to, I don't want to do this, so I won't. I'll just walk off. And I read, I've read. i been reading this really interesting book at the moment uh, by... You probably know this guy that I'm reading a book of because he's a, he's a sort of late 90s, early noughties comedian. Yeah, go on. Is it Paul Tonkinson? Paul, oh, yeah, Tonks. Yeah. Paul Tonks. He does a brilliant podcast, a running podcast with Rob Deering. So, because I'm now into my running, he's written an amazing book about marathon running. It's yeah. incredible. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he talks so much about getting to the wall and getting past the wall and yeah. how you have to relate relationship with this thing that you hate and yes. you've got you've got to get there and then get through it and which is really obvious in running because it's a physical feeling of god i don't want to be here i need to get through this and then get to the side and you can fight it with nothing but physical power you can fight it by just going Argh! and just and just fight it. whereas the thing with golf is you're furious and you're uh, enraged and you've got all these endorphins and all this adrenaline but you're on a tightrope and that's what I struggle with with golf is when I get to the wall, I go, nah, see ya. I can't be asked, right? <laughs> Whereas in a, in a race, in a marathon, you can't get to no. 20 miles and go, I ain't gonna... <laughs> well, you can. People do give up. But like, there is a push through, get to the side. Yeah. And I think I need to learn to push through and get to the side because there is better golf on the other side of it. Mm. And maybe you need to get to the wall and go and not let it bother you and go, there's still great golf to be had here or just hold on. Because mm. that's what you do when you get to a marathon. You get to like so many miles, then you go, I'm just going to hold on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, instead yeah. of blowing up, you just go, okay, like if you got three bogeys in, yeah. that would have been way better than three double bogeys. Know, and you actually know, would have put score together and probably wouldn't have been that far off your handicap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. It's true. And it is that sort of, um, the, like the anger afterwards. It's really interesting. You go from when you are in that fog, it's, the fog is the best analogy because you cannot see beyond it. You can't see anything else apart from this rage with this stupid game and um you've got to have who do you phone right so for me it's my brother my eldest brother massive christian ah really helps right not because i'm phoning for advice from a higher power just because it makes him very like oh hello tom rosenthal um and i phoned him and it probably took me from the moment i left the course and i felt bad because malcolm i was playing with was like do you want to have lunch and i went i'm sorry mate i just can't i just i'm i'm really in a bad place uh i reckon 45 minutes before i was back to going what just happened yeah, I, what do I do with that? I What's the most angry you've ever been? Because you are brilliant at not getting angry on a golf course because you can compartmentalise it, whereas for me it's under my skin too much. What is the angriest you've ever been on a golf course where you're stuck as well? You've got to stay there. Uh, that's a, there's a one classic moment, which is that I think I spoke about this on the show before when I played a round of golf with M's dad and M's dad's mates and it was a winter round of golf and I just hated it absolutely hated it went dark went quiet which is so bad in when you're in front of like I mean at that point my future he still is my future father-in-law but he very much wasn't wasn't engaged at that stage yeah. and it was like we were playing off mats and they are very they're a group of lads who are all sort of older blokes who are all very into the rules so I was like guys these mats are frozen I can't hit off the mat and they were like no we have to hit off the mats oh. and I'm just like oh, no. F you all yeah. and I just went quiet and just didn't care but at least you go quiet the problem is I, I can't go quiet I start shouting at myself ah, Thomas 
yes. And I start going, I, I, I sort of mutter. I mean, it's, it's insanity. I know we all talk about this on the show, how this game is, is uh, uh, you, you lose your marbles. You just feel like you're uh, someone walking down the street talking to themselves. Yeah, I um, I don't know. I don't, I don't know how you get you get through that. I think you deal with it. I think your way of dealing with it is probably better than mine, though. At least you get it out, mm. and you don't. Res- you you've you're angry because you want to get better. Whereas I resign myself to going. Nah, well, it doesn't matter. Mm. I'll always be a ten handicap. Don't care. See ya. Bye. Got other yeah, things to do. You, you underestimate. Uh, your attitude because you've got so much better since I first played with you you were like a 22 handicapper when we first played and yes. you're now a solid 12 at least and can, can get better so I think maybe that's part of it as well is that I'm so desperate to and maybe desperation is something you can never let golf know golf is a is a mistress and as soon as you let her know do you know what I mean that, that you are desperate oh the, the, yeah she gets the power yeah yeah golf definitely you really want to get better like you really, really want to get better. I think about it all the time, Tom. And I don't know how yeah. much, I don't know where you're at with that. And this is a good chance to have a frank conversation about that. As, as the podcast starts to kick off and we're getting so much stuff, it's so exciting, all the things going on at the moment. And I feel like, wow, it's really starting to take up more and more time in my diary and it's becoming a profession rather than a passion. How much, my brain is now, when I go to work, I do golf stuff. And when I'm lying down in bed to go to sleep, I think about golf. Yeah, and that is, it's sort of come at an okay time for me because I've found, like, for a long time I had work. For a, I've told this story so many times. The reason I got into golf is that I got, I got the Kiss FM breakfast show and I got interviewed by GQ magazine and they said, what else do you have other than radio? And I had nothing. You literally went, uh, I was like, golf? Uh, it didn't even say that at that stage. Wow. So I had nothing. And then I reconnected with golf, being a former junior golfer. And then that was five years ago. So golf's been this big thing that was a hobby. And now over the last year, it's become more of a job. But in that time, I've also now started running. I've started going to the gym. So I've got golf. As golf becomes more worky, I have this whole other thing that is definitely not work, which is the gym and going for runs. Mm. And that is nice because that sort of takes up more of my creative, I want to get better brain. Whereas I'm like, oh, if I'm a 10 handicapper forever, that's okay. But I think I will get better. And I, I enjoy this the chat i enjoy the making the content i enjoy the videos i enjoy the social media stuff which is more what we're for i don't think we need to be off scratch no that's exactly the point though like uh, we don't need to be off scratch but i really need to be off scratch but i don't what i I mean having said that we talked at the beginning of the year about our aims for the year my aim i really want to hit a scratch round this year i want to hit as close to i mean i know we all want to hit as close to par as possible but i feel like i shot two over last year i feel like i've got a scratch round in me and i'm being impatient and you're right i'm being hard on myself but we all do it i remember this time last year when i was bouncing off my spring lessons into the famous Dornock expedition and I was playing like an absolute muppet and I was these emotions identical like this is identical and towards the end of the season I was the best I've ever been yeah you got there and we are we this we're recording this on what the 4th of May May the 4th be with you Star Wars day there you go. so we are very early on in the season we're not playing loads of golf it's Golf for me is such a feel thing, and I know what it's. I know what it's like. I, I don't know if you're. Maybe this is not a stage of golf you're in, but like when I stand over a golf ball with an iron right now, mm. I can't really connect with what the feel should be. Mm. And there's moments where it comes, and then there's moments where I go, "Oh, wait over the ball!" Like, "Oh, there, that's it, that's the thing," yeah. and bang, it's back. Yeah, but yeah, that's yeah. going to take me weeks, maybe even months, to get into that but position. You're a more patient person. Also, you're a, and here's a here's a big taboo that we don't often talk about on the show. It's actually not a taboo for me at all. But age, like you're in your twenties. I'm forty. 
too. Mm. And part of your part of my brain increasingly is going like this summer, it's gonna be 30 years since I took up golf. And part of your brain thinks, well, I know there are still golfers playing, you know, gosh, you can play golf till you're 90, whatever. Um, but you do start to think, I've, I've when am I going to be reaching my peak game? Actually, like with running, in fact, fascinating about running. You can get better and better at running until you're like well into your 40s. Mm, the, yeah. body, the body can deal with it. So I'm hoping it's the same with golf. But I have got this paranoia that I'm going to get an injury or get uh, some sort of wrist. I broke my wrist years ago. What happens if that turns into arthritis? You know what I mean? It's a weird way of thinking. I know. I guess there's an inevitable... Maybe maybe you've never had this thought and now I'm going to put this thought in oh, your God, head. So, not sorry. my thoughts! Do you, do you have the... How many summers have I got left to get better? Well, there is I that thought. I wouldn't say it's occurred to me in as explicit a way as that. Well, there you go. Have that in your head now. Thanks, mate. <laughs> Thank you. And also, I found my, the other thing as well. I think this is all just points to the fact that I need therapy. But then, actually, this episode is great therapy. You're a very good therapist. Thanks, uh, Tom, and indeed all you lovely listeners out there. Um, in fact, what we should do is do some supportive messages. That would be good for anyone else going through the, um, you know... Is it, there's something quite cathartic, though, about hearing someone else go through it. So I that, hope so. I hope this is a benefit to people. And if you are going through it, let us know, please, on the uh, all the usual channels, because it's um, it's a really good conversation to have, because only people who are stuck in the mire of it, you know, wading through glue, understand it. And everyone who's not in our world just goes, you're all weirdos. Yeah, we are. But anyway, we're weirdos who are suffering with this ridiculous sport. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, the other thing I've had is I'm just cluttered, just standing over the ball and uh, like Rosenthal used to do. Oh, oh, Lord. I, not even, you know, almost like, go on then. You know, stuck, just a bit stuck. We spoke about it briefly on last week's episode. Obviously, yeah. this is an emergency weekend bonus show. Mm. Have you? Do you think you're getting the yips then? Are you getting no, that sort no, of no, calm? It's, it's not the yips in the sense that I'm kind of like, oh, help. It's more just like, right, don't forget that, and then don't forget that, and then yeah. don't forget that. It's just cluttered. Um, it's that moment that comes, that hopefully will come soon, where you just totally trust your swing and just go, this is what I'm going to do. That's mm. a great moment. But you've got to play a lot of... You got to play a lot of golf. There's a sweet spot. There's you got to play a lot of golf to get good, but not so much that you play you overplay. Yeah. Like when I I played three times a few weeks ago in one week, it was one of the first weeks back of the season, yeah. and it just got worse and worse. Yeah. Because it was I was overdoing it. I was sort of it, it became to mean too much to me. I wish I could. Do, uh, yeah, it does. And again, it comes back to the scoring thing. You know, I've got a match play. I'm playing a match play game uh, for the for the comp, some sort of comp at our club on right. next Thursday. And uh, I'm really looking forward to that because whilst I'm giving the guy I'm playing a shot on every hole, uh, it'll be so nice not to have the score pressure. I think scorecard pressure is what made me blow up so much yesterday because, simply because, I take so much pleasure from a good scorecard. You know, like that moment last year with those scorecards. Oh! But I think there's something... This is... Actually, I was going to speak to you about this because obviously we've got our Versus series coming very soon, which yeah. is going to be me and Tom taking each other on on YouTube with a load of uh, very famous faces that you'll know from the world of golf YouTube. Yeah. I'm slightly worried about the fact that it's a stroke play thing because I worry that it will make it harder to... As someone of my level, stroke play is quite daunting. Clearly, it's still daunting at your level as well to have that pure sort of every stroke counts. That's why I love Stableford, yeah. because you can blow up and you can walk off a hole and go, yeah. well, it just literally doesn't matter. Yeah, that is that is exactly what made me blow up yesterday, the every stroke countsness of it. But mm. can I just say, I had a thought the other night, just as I was going to sleep, thinking about golf for our versus series, right? Yeah. 
this might, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna riff live on the show now. But I thought it'd be really funny if we do. It could be stroke play. It could be match play. But we play in bursts of 18 with our guests. We're going to have guests on eventually, hopefully. But initially, we're just going to play each other. But we do a rollover of it. So however we finish that first round, right, when it's just you versus me, say you're two shots ahead or I'm two up. That's how we start the next thing. So it accumulates over the whole summer. So Jesus. You could, <laughs> you could get to a point. So you could find, I could find myself starting 50 over. Well, yeah, but I think that'd be really funny. And every time you restart, you get your shots back. And Or if we did it match play, you know, we'd start and I'd be like, well, well I'm seven up now after the last three rounds. Or not, because actually, I don't think that would happen. But I think it could be really funny. It could be funny, but it also could make it terribly unwatchable by episode four yeah, when, true, you're, when you're t- when you're when we're going into a nine hole game and yeah, you're 13 fresh. ahead so even if I win every hole this game I can't I can't sort of get to where I need to be listen in the same way that you planted thoughts into my brain I just wanted to plant that thought to no, see, I the like ho- it. I see the horror on your face no you're right and also it wouldn't be good for people coming along to watch it who you know that would mean you'd have to very much watch from the start yeah it'd be difficult but I am I am nervous about going into a stroke play competition yeah uh, but i think that's for the view i mean this is really behind the scenes here friends but for the viewers this is probably the best way of watching it would be pure stroke play and we we yeah. knock those shots off at the start and go stroke from there play so. in. stroke players in stroke players in all right listen uh, guys i've got a radio show to do you've got to do a radio show um i feel do you know what i feel like i've had a sort of golf shower yeah good thank you it doesn't you, you, you're being hard on yourself oh, no i know i know no. but also saying it all out loud makes me go oh yeah we're mad um so anyway thanks for listening guys thank you for being uh, collective therapists today i would say as well just before the show i had a very interesting conversation with someone and tom and i might have our first big road trip uh for the show coming up oh I say, yes i mean it's not even a road trip mate it's technically we will need an airplane for this we're gonna get on some flights with some celebs what? This is ridiculous. We'll tell you more about this in the coming weeks. Uh, there'll be another episode of the show next Thursday. Remember, head to the socials at Golf is Ruining My Life for all that good stuff. And that was your emergency podcast. Golf is ruining my life.